You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. All right, guys, we're going to jump right in today. We have so much to discuss as far as baseball, softball, women's basketball. We have um, some storylines from men's basketball, track and field as well. So let's start things off with the Flames baseball team. You know, they split with Campbell this past weekend. But, Matt, first I want to talk about that atmosphere on Tuesday night yeah. against UNC. I mean, this was the first ever top 25 matchup. I mean, and then you had the Flames ranked 14, UNC ranked 15. I mean, you were calling the game. Yeah. I was, I was, you know, there. You were there. You were there. I you were was there on the, doing yeah. a little sideline. It was like my first ever. It was funny. I walked up to Coach Jackson before the game in the dugout, and I'm like, hey, Coach. He's like, are you are you reporting today? I'm like, all it had to take was to get into the top 15, That's and right. I'm out for your <laughs> yeah, games. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's that easy. Uh-huh, huh? Yeah. But just an incredible atmosphere. What a game. I mean, I don't know if I can handle this, like, adrenaline and this stress. <laughs> you know, bottom of the night, it was like – a nerve-wracking game, but, you know, the Flames came out on top. Yeah, what a, it was a great college baseball atmosphere. It's like what you see when you watch, you know, uh, SEC game yeah. or, or, you know, a regional or something like that. The, the fans were into it. The students showed up. I mean, there were lines, you know, two hours or an hour and a half before the game, yeah. lining wow. up, waiting to get in. Oh, yeah, all um, the way down the, awesome. the first baseline. And, and right field. just the way they engaged with the game itself and the way they were yelling at guys yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, like, like, so North Carolina's catcher, Tomas Frick, Every time when he was batting, as the pitch would come in, Fred! they would all yell, Fred! <laughs> all in unison. Like, it was just great. It was just a great atmosphere. Obviously, it was an incredible game. Liberty winning one nothing with an early solo home run. But, yeah, like, that's what you want that, that atmosphere to turn into, right? And they're good enough. Uh, this program is, a, is at a, le- a level where hopefully people – show up and and you know make a difference in the stands and uh yeah it, it was a really cool game and a huge win obviously for liberty to get that win over a uh, you know number 15 ranked north carolina yeah so then they come and uh ho- or campbell yeah the camels come to town camels. and um you know the the camels were six and seven coming yeah. into that friday night game the saturday game got canceled obviously but from the rain and snow but that friday game matt yeah what happened? Well, don't let their record fool you, first of all. They're the favorite in the Big South, and they have some high-end talent. Yeah. I don't think they have the depth in their roster that Liberty does, but the pitcher that they threw Friday night, Harrington, he's a guy that might go in the top three or four rounds of the draft, uh, and he's been just amazing all season long. Their shortstop, I'm telling you, like, the projections I looked at, he, he's a mock guy that's mocked at the end of the first round wow. right now, oh, Zach wow. Neto. He hit two bombs on Friday, hit another one on Sunday. Like, that kid is the real deal. And he, Rhett, you would have liked this kid because yeah. he's got a little flair to him. Like, okay. he's bat flipping. Oh, boy. He's, like, oh, going yeah. He's going around third. Before he gets to third, he kind of, like, slows way down and kind of, like, gives it a couple extra little hops, <laughs> like, coming around third. Like, oh, all of that. Now, he did get plunked to start his first at bat on Sunday, which I don't know. Maybe that was coincidence. Yeah. I don't know. But then he answered with a home run his next at bat. Like, yeah, he is, right. he's, the, he's the real deal, and we had a hard time getting him out. So they are they are a pretty good team. So you lose seven nothing on Friday. You get snowed out Saturday. But that kind of happens, you know, and that's part of college. Right, it's a long season. And and that's something to remember as you know, like a Flames baseball fan, and and this is at you know the the major league level too. Some teams are just going to have that one ace, that guy, right? right? Sure. That you you it, was that the the reason that the Flames bats couldn't get going on yeah, Friday night? Yeah, and I'll say this though too. And Scott Jackson talked about that after the game, and he said, you know, listen, yeah, that kid really good Thomas Harrington but 
we're going to have to learn how to beat really good. Right. And we're going to face those kind of guys when we get into a regional mm -hmm. and when you hopefully get to a super regional. And so you've got to find a way to do that. Um, one thing Liberty does really well, typically, is they draw a lot of walks. Mm -hmm. I think in their first, like, 11 games, they averaged almost six walks drawn per game. Well, Harrington didn't walk a single guy. So, like, you just think about about those extra base runners you get mm -hmm. that puts a pre puts pressure on a pitcher. Liberty wasn't getting that against an elite-level arm like Harrington. So that's something, again, you have to adjust. You have to – Scott Jackson said, we've got to string together better at bats. It can't be a one guy has a great at bat, the next two guys – yeah. yeah, and then you know what I mean? Like, you got to string a few together and put some pressure on him. They really didn't do much of that uh, on Friday night. And there was a concern because that was two straight games then. You scored one run against UNC, right. which, again, they're a good pitching club as well. You score none. You get shut out against Campbell on Friday. It's like, oh, man, how, what's going on? we got to find some offense. Fortunately, on Sunday, the bats got going enough to uh, to get the win 5-3. They just needed a little snow day, you know, in between. Had to take a snow day. To... What a bizarre day Saturday was. Yeah, just it like was snow, weird. wind, cold. Right. It was freezing. <laughs> I yeah. know. And it's so crazy because, you know, like in spring, the first trees that seem to come out are, the, yeah. the, are, are like those pink, you know, buds or yeah. whatever. So you have like snow all over those like right. beautiful pink trees. And I'm like, stop. Winter's over. My only hope, and Rhett, you're more scientifically inclined than yeah. I am. Maybe you can help me out here. Is there any chance like all the mosquitoes like – hatched <laughs> and then it froze and killed them all yeah i don't know if that it was cold enough i was kind of that, that was the one thing i was hoping for i was looking for a silver lining and all yeah this. you know that it does the better the colder the you know our winter was better though this year in terms of like getting more snow so hopefully right. the bugs oh, will be back. you know so. it's a weird thing kind of going me. along yeah. those lines in states where you have a, a warmer winter yeah more people die like I know that's weird, but like there is you something we just took a dark, yeah, dark yeah, turn. Like, I know this is true. Well, this happy is like homeschool, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is true. When it gets really cold and it like stays cold for a while, it kills off a lot of the germs and just bacteria mm -hmm. and stuff. And when why are we always sick? In no, the no, no, no. I'm thinking it's more elderly. I know oh, that sounds okay. horrible. Like, but when it's warmer, we're, you're yeah. speaking to our elderly know, demographic right now. Be careful. Yeah. No, no, we just lost some listeners. Yeah. <laughs> no, but in that, in that bizarre, so maybe it may have killed off some mosquitoes. That's all I'm trying to get okay. to. That would, a, that would be a roundabout great. deathful kind of way. I was up yeah. at Wintergreen this past week, and I have a funny story later in the show about what I found under one of the couch cushions. That was uh, oh, I don't a first. Yeah, but anyways, um, so. Snow day Saturday, so no baseball. Yeah. But then Liberty comes back. The bounce back. The bounce back. But this was kind of an interesting game oh, too, man. Matt. The you talk about drama at the end. Right. Okay, so let me set it up. Liberty's leading 5-3. We're in the ninth. And Campbell's threatening, right? Cade Hungate, everyone's favorite psycho closer on the mound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Love it. Campbell gets runners on first and third. One out. Now, Net Zach Neto, the all-everything shortstop who's hit three home runs in the two games, is on deck. So you're like, oh, man, right. we oh, really don't want to yeah. see that we guy. You're sweating. Yeah, yeah, everything. We went into the inning basically talking about where is he in the lineup. He Like, do up fifth. You don't want to see him. So they get a ground ball to the second baseman, Foster, for Liberty. Throwing to first was the safe play there. He took a little bit of a gamble throwing it to second base because it was going to be close. So the run was going to come in from third either way, make it a one-run gotcha. game. But he was trying to get the lead, the lead runner there at second. It was Ooh. a close play. Well, fortunate for the Flames – as the runner, it was Lawson Harrell for Campbell, slid in. He just kind of gave this little kick. He kicked his foot out and caught the Flames shortstop, Jake Lazaro, right in the inside of the knee. Huh. I don't know if they'd turn that double play anyway. It would have been really tough. Right. 
but he kicked him in the knee. And Lazaro, like, immediately, like, stopped. is like, looking at the umpire, like, what the heck? Like, why? he just kicked me. Yeah. And so Scott Jackson asks for a review. They go review. They say, yep, you interfered with, with, the, with the player there. So it's out at second, out at first, game's over. And Zach Neto is standing there ready to hit at home plate. Like, he just got the bat taken out of his hand. Like, he would have <laughs> wow. been up right. with a chance to – you know, if he goes deep again, which he'd been doing all weekend, they, w- they would have gone in front. I mean, but don't you walk him in that situation? Because if the runner came in from well, third, you got the then you then you have runners on first but, and second. So yeah, the game winning run is on first base. I mean, that However, would be the, that would be the ultimate sign of respect to to do that. But I think most coaches would rather maybe you just pitch him very carefully. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would think most coaches wouldn't want to put the tying run in scoring position. Right. Uh, right. That would be the one reason you wouldn't do that. This so is did why their I'm coach, not a baseball manager. No, honestly, <laughs> their coach, coach he didn't argue. The umpire went over, told him, he just kind of walked off. I thought there would be more of an argument, but when you see the replay, it's like bad. it's pretty it's, blatant. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty blatant. Like it wasn't like an all out like he wasn't knocking the guy over, but right. it was enough where he slid into the bag with his body and then just like blatantly kicked out and kicked him right on the inside of the yeah. knee. And you're like, yeah, that's not really part of the game. All right. Well, coming up next for the Flames, they'll be on the road tomorrow against VCU. And then they head to North Florida. So you don't think that the weather's going to be bad, but after the players' situation, the golf tournament this past weekend, I mean, who knows? I mean, I think that that was an absolute disaster. So hopefully that weather has passed and they'll have some nice, sunny Florida weather um, opening up conference play against UNF. So. How will this affect the Flames' ranking, losing and being shut out on Friday? Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, I think, obviously, if they had lost uh, both, that it would have had a much bigger effect. Again, Campbell's a, a good team, and I think at the end of the year, you'll look back on, on that, and you won't even bat an eye losing yeah, one I or mean, two to those guys. They're, they're, they're right. really good, and they have a chance. To, they went to a regional last year. They have a good chance to make it back again. Um, so I don't know that it'll affect them that much. You beat number 15 earlier in the week. Yeah. I'd expect the Flames to kind of hold steady. Uh, and usually uh, during our show here in the morning, they the pop ranking up. comes out. So we'll yeah. keep an eye. We'll keep an eye on that. All right. Well, heading over to the women's side, the Lady Flames are kind of in a rut right now. Yeah, dropped four straight. But it's been a season of streaks a little bit, hasn't it? It sure has. I, I kind of want to go to the Arkansas game. Yeah, start let's off start. With. Let's start with that because. I mean, these last few have been obviously very close games, one-run ball games. But that Arkansas game, I mean, you're playing the number eight team in the country, and it was a slugfest. (laughs) It was. They get up there. Like, Arkansas comes in. They're known for their power, right? Right. And so – in the on top of the second, you're already down nine zero. You're like, oh my goodness, this. Team I was is- looking up the run rule for three innings. No, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not I, that I, fast. <laughs> no, no, I think it's twenty. There's a three inning run rule. I th- I think so. Oh, I had not okay. heard that. Yeah, I, know, yeah, I think it's twenty, right. and then at four it goes to fifteen. I'm not trying to disrespect the Lady Flames. I was just curious because of the run rule situation, okay. well, but I could be wrong. Typically, it's eight at the end of five. That's what I've I've always gone with. I've never heard that one. We'll have to check oh, I that heard, one out. I heard four after four if it's 15, okay. but I don't know. Again. Wow. It may be. Right. Who knows? You're, but, you're, yeah. you're the voice of the Lady Flames. No. I'm sorry. Anyways, so we were uh, – I was like, <laughs> boy, we are about to get smacked. But then the I think the feel-good story of that game is Rachel Crane, right. second baseman, freshman for the Flames, told – when she was playing high school ball, that she would never be good enough to play Division One softball, and was uh, committed to a, a D three school. Then, shortly before Liberty closed enrollment, came to LU as part of the Lady Flames. So she jacks a grand slam of her own, 
in the bottom of the second, gets LU back to within five at that point. And then it was just Jack Fest. Like everybody's mm. going yard in that game. Actually, Liberty had three bombs. I thought it was only two, but they did. Devin Howard hit one. So did solo shot from uh Allen. Yeah, Lou Allen hit wow. one as well, and then they keep roping them. But the good thing in all this is that early on in the season, Liberty bats were cold against top-tier competition, and you saw against Illinois and also um, Arkansas and Clemson that the Liberty bats have come to life. Now the problem is is that the pitching, I think, is, is taking a step back in the recent weeks where more runs are coming across, but – LU is so close. When I look at them, it reminds me of field hockey a couple years ago when you felt like whenever they were in one of those close games against a top five team, they'd always lose by one in an overtime, yeah, right? Yeah, and right it, feel, it feels like Liberty softball is kind of in that same area where they are so close to taking that step forward to being a top 10 team in the nation, but they just can't get over that hump of closing a game out late. And I think that Clemson game is a prime example. You're leading by one at the end of uh, seven and then they came back and they tied it then you're I think you're or maybe you might have been leading by two at that point anyways and then you're leading by one again going into the bottom of the eighth and they come back and beat you and it's just right. you just can't close it out against one of those top tier teams and I know they have top 25 wins I'm not saying that they just beat Notre Dame a couple weeks ago but there's a different level of play when you get to that top 10 group that's made up by a lot of SEC schools and yeah, Liberty just can't seem to get over the hump yet but a lot of it's experience like you only have one returner in the lineup mm -hmm. or two returners pardon me in the lineup from a year ago so you have a really talented freshman group like I've been super impressed with all these young ladies and I think Alexis Soto is the one that comes to mind right off the bat I know she's DP in right now but she's hitting over 400 like I didn't expect that kind of production from a freshman and she's just uh hitting for not power in terms of home runs but she's hitting the ball hard off the wall hitting the gap like she's doing a lot of good things this is a this is a fun team honestly getting to cover them every game at home has been fun because you see what the future looks like right. and it's pretty bright and I mean think about what better coach you would rather have in these close games that may end in losses right yeah. um what better coach to have than Dot Richardson I mean the most positive person I think I've ever <laughs> been around in my entire life so I have no doubt that you know, it, even if it is a year from now, it's such a young class, like you said. So they'll they'll figure it out with with Dot at the top. All right, where do we want to go next? Do we want to go a little basketball? Let's do, Let's Let's do, do some hoops. Red, can we go back to back with Lady Flames? Let's we're do gonna, it. We're gonna talk a little Lady Flames. They got invited to the WNIT. Why is this such a good move? You know, for I mean, we'll talk in a minute about the men not playing in postseason tournaments, but. This team has just been so fun to watch. Unfortunately, they dropped that game at Jacksonville State. Yeah. What what happened in that one? You know, they shot horrible. Uh, I think that was just a really, really bad shooting night. And then Jacksonville State, to their credit, is a really solid defensive team. Their center, Gibbs, is the, probably the best defensive center, I would say, in the A-Sun. And she did, she did wonders at home. At Liberty's uh, Liberty Arena against Maya Berkman, and then Maya Berkman had a better game on the road, but still, she's a really good player, and I think you just have to tip your hats to them. And then all season long, Liberty had issues with speedy guards. I don't know what it was, but that would always give them fits, and so you saw it again. Another speedy guard was able to take it to the rack and distribute, whether kick out or drive the lane multiple times, and that gave them struggles. And uh, overall, like Liberty. We kept talking about throughout the season a really, really good defensive team, but if I thought of one area where they had issues, that was it. And I think that came back to bite them 
along with their shooting woes, they hit one three-pointer in the entire game. They're typically hitting five or six. Right. There, There's your story right there. I wish that, I mean, obviously, I wish that the men would have made it to the finals too because I kind of wanted to see a rematch between Jacksonville State yeah. and the Flames on, on the men's yeah. side. But on the women's side, I really wanted to see I feel like we were shortchanged. Yeah, yeah. We, I we feel like we got more, cheated. One more go around. How right. spoiled are we, right? Like, <laughs> that's when you know that you're covering a successful athletic department when you're, you're – like expectations are just so high across the board and and you just yeah you just yeah. expect those teams to be in the finals competing and and defending that that conference title d brown was named to the 2022 a sun women's basketball championship all tournament team so great honor for her there all right so on the men's side you know i'm still like crying myself and they're going sleep. to the wnit Let's yeah make sure we i was gonna say that this afternoon we'll are. find out that's who they're playing and where yeah. Yeah. yes yeah. that that is um a, a great way to you know continue their successful yeah. season huge so. experience factor for again the younger players on this team like emma Hess comes to mind a sharpshooter there's a lot of and bella smooth is only a sophomore right. like i think that's what you hear her name a lot and then Maya Berkman's got another year. You know, she has yet to play in a, a postseason tournament. So this will be big for her. Because wow. next year, I feel like, is the year for the run. You know, I had a lot of hope this year. You win 27 games, right? Yeah. You know that it's there. But I think next season, with the with the experience factor that you have received from this year, you play in the WNIT, you get some tournament experience. No Kirsten Bell. That's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're in a really good spot next season. Absolutely. Okay, for the men's yeah. side, some fans – you know, when, the, when the, the Flames put out that they won't be continuing the season and playing in any postseason tournaments, I you know, just looking at the comments on Twitter and stuff, a lot of fans are questioning, like, why wouldn't they do this? What is your take on that, Matt Warner? This isn't this, – the standard isn't the same, like, yeah. as it was five years ago. Right. Like, five years ago, you're like, sure, we'll play in the CBI, CIT, whatever. You're in the spot where – like Rhett's talking about where you just want to get postseason experience for guys. You want to feel what it – you know that again, that one and done kind of uh, you know pressure that goes along with that. Like that, you you want that. The standard's not the same. The standard is the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I mean, you've gone three straight years, so so that's the standard number one. And so you don't have to play in some of these low level tournaments. Now the NIT, if that had happened, if that you know they may have considered that. I think that that you don't put that in the same class as the CBI or CIT. Right. But yeah, the standard's not the same. And then you think about what this season was. And how compact it was down the stretch. Remember, they closed out the regular season playing four games in eight days. And then you had the two tournament games. Like, it was a grind. It was a grind down the stretch. Uh, there are guys, no, you know, when you get to that point of the season, nobody's fully healthy. Some guys more dinged up than others. I just don't think that, I don't think that it, it made sense for them to try to push through into another tournament that, in the grand scheme of things, isn't where you want to be. Right. You know, it's like, it's, it's not where you want to be. And so, I, I mean, I'm fine with it. I don't, I don't think anybody, is anybody really like, oh, I was really hoping to go to that CBI game. Yeah. No, <laughs> nobody is. You know, like the standard's different. This, we're at a different level than we used to be. And that's a good thing. That totally. you, know, you don't have to play in those tournaments every year. What, yeah. what, what's it going to bring? Like, no. what, what's it going to do for you? So, no, nah, the one reason I thought that they might, and we talked about that a little bit, was if Darius had been closer having a chance to break Steph Curry's three-point record, single-season three-point record, if he had been closer within, like, 10 threes or something like that, that would have been a reason. And maybe they still wouldn't have done it, but that might have been a reason That's where a you're like, point. ah, let's play in this game. Right. If we can get a couple of games, he has a chance to set an all-time rec you know, record. Yeah, and, sure. and how incredible would that be? Right. But he wasn't, so it's – What did he end up on the all-time? Because I know he finished – 
the regular season as the leading scorer and the three pointers made, correct? Like all of Division One. I. I thought he was point one off at the end of being the national scoring leader. Uh, well, he didn't. He didn't have most points per game, right? But yeah. he had the most far and away most total points. points. Total he he points. was like over a hundred at one point late in the season. He was like. He didn't have most points for game, but he had like 150 more points <laughs> yeah. than the next guy on the list. Gotcha. Yeah, let me let me look this up. I looked this up here pretty quick. Okay, uh, I'm in agreement with you though when it comes to the whole like not playing in a tournament because the amount of games that they did play that that it's so easy to forget about that. You think oh they just played the end of their schedule, but these guys again were grinding. Yeah, like, I think they're. I honestly think at the end of it all they're exhausted. Yeah, and yeah, because there was that one COVID week that they were right. I, I think maybe even two game situation that got canceled so then yeah. when those are you know tacked on at right. the end of the season and then when we had kyle road in here and just talking about practice yeah. he basically said yeah we haven't had a real practice in a right you know, it seems like 10 days now so what's the point like you go in there injury could happen you don't want to have your off season starting off with more guys getting banged up and not able to get into you know, postseason rehab and and whatever skills and development that you want as well and sometimes after a loss like that, a disappointing loss, you're just emotionally spent. Totally. Do you really yeah. want to do that? And then go and maybe you, you're, if you're not in it, if you don't have guys chomping at the bit to go back out there for another tournament for a game like that, like the last thing you want to do is, okay, we're doing it anyway. Yeah. And then you go out there and lay an egg. Like, right. how does that More help? harm than good. Right. For exactly. sure. By the way, I right, see so your update. Darius McGee finishes 12th all time in single season threes, tied for 12th. With 142, Steph Curry, the record holder, 162. So he was 20 wow. off. Of wow! I mean, that's, that's really not that big. I mean, we. Could, I mean, you would. Is need... it too late to sign up? I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. And just go like Darius. We just want you to shoot 33s. All 33s that we a want game. You, yeah. 23s yeah. this game. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Um. I, hey, I'm all in. You know, <laughs> this is why I'm emotionally drained. Yeah. No. Anyway, so we uh have some uh, spring. Fo- actually, before we move on to some spring football. A departure from men's basketball yeah. that oh, yeah. is just going to be such a void is Brad Susi. He yep. was with Richie McKay on, you know, they were working together for 27 Incredible. years. That is just unheard of. I hope we're like that one day, guys. Oh, gosh. Ah, boy. So, but really, I can't tell you how much I'm going to miss Seuss. He was just, yeah. you know, he always gave you like the best pregame information as far as like he, I knew the entire game plan <laughs> no he was just such a great example and role model for these young men and um you know we wish him the best of luck in, in his future oh endeavors. yeah Seuss is the man uh obviously he's gone through uh just a lot personally the last couple of years we detailed that a lot his his wife passing and, and the impact that she made on so many around her and, and that would be difficult to oh, just keep sure. to come back and, and keep you know coaching through that he has a lot of other interests as well he's a really smart guy so uh i don't know exactly what he's going to be doing but i'm I'm sure he'll be just fine and i'm going to miss seeing him as well we had a great time with him thinking back to that preseason trip to puerto rico where uh we went around at sipping with susie where he tried different coffees down there he's a huge coffee guy cold brew he's a huge cold brew coffee see that's where and that was a blast. We got, you know, we. I think I told the story. We went to some seedy little town in Puerto Rico and had street tacos, and we're worried that we were going to get mugged. And 
It was yeah. So we had some fun with Seuss. It was great spending time That's with Seuss. He's but you an guys awesome had guy. some great tacos, right? Well, with the Walmart salsa. Right. Yeah, that was the one where we look. I look in. The, they're preparing them and they're getting the great value salsa out of the jar. I'm like, wait a minute. I could get this in Lynchburg. That yeah. authentic. Boy yeah, authentic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, he's gonna be missed. The interesting thing will be uh, what direction Richie goes on his staff. I've had a lot of yeah. people ask, asking me that. What do you think? Is he gonna promote from within? Is he gonna go outside the program? Uh, I have a feeling he knew this was coming for quite a while uh richie mckay that is and so he has a very specific plan in place and i'll be interested again this just adds to remember we said this might be the most intriguing yeah. off season in the last five or six years it, this just adds to the intrigue for it men's really basketball. does it really does i am so excited to see what this team you know as far as roster or right. coaching so that'll be something that we it keep you updated be. through the summer okay so Spring football. We've only we've been like so busy, like with all this crossover with all the right. sports, right? That I feel like spring football has kind of been on the back seat, but we're um, or the back burner. But we're not gonna like I don't want to tell our, our our listeners that because we're going <laughs> to get out there. Yeah. We have been out there. There are so many storylines as far as new coaches on this staff, um, the quarterback position. Hopefully, we'll get our Donald Scott in the fire with some of the quarterbacks this week. Correct, Matt? Yeah. I, no. Uh, well, this are, is my question yeah, to you. They're Todd not practicing, right? They've got spring break. So, oh, that's so, yeah. right. I keep forgetting. See, I know. I forgot too when I walked in. I'm like, why is the parking lot so empty? I, know. I, I love this. And then spring break. Yeah. I completely forgot that. What? I thought spring football was serious. Yeah, they I get know. spring break I, hey, off. We don't get spring break off. Yeah, I'm gonna put that in Goddard. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> right. right. yeah. uh, I already have a couple other yeah. weeks but, that I'm thinking too. <laughs> but as far as the quarterback position. Like that's, that's a fun. great reason to come out for the spring game. Yeah, uh, to see those quarterbacks again. You talk about intrigue. Like who's going to be the guy uh, at quarterback for Liberty? You've got some talented kids back there, including uh, the Brewer kid that transferred in. So that that will be fun because you feel like so many other pieces are in place. You just need to make sure you get the quarterback right. And that spring game on April 9th, It's not really a game. It's more of a practice, and it's at 10 a.m. I think. Right. So uh, right. Get out there. Eat some breakfast. Grab some donuts, Get some bring, bring a coffee, and watch the game. Yeah. I'm really curious to see what the O-line shapes up like because yeah. they just continue to have, like, low-key ads that come in. And, I mean, like, it's it's guys from, like, Kentucky and whatnot that are transferring in, and it's really a mismatch. Like, you know, it kind of reminds me of that Christmas movie, The Island of Misfit Toys, mm. right, with, with Rudolph. You guys – I miss that I know You that never one. watch movies. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, I know about. that. <laughs> the squirt gun that squirts jelly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm kind of curious how these guys all come together during the offseason and what kind of product they can put out on the field. Right, and a new coach. At, That's at right. Yeah. So yeah. that should be interesting. Um, let's head over to track and field. We're really making the rounds today. I, aren't we? Well, yeah. is that what we're no, supposed yeah, to do? Absolutely. Absolutely. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about Lady Flames lacrosse, too. They had a pretty big win on the weekend. I'll look it up. Uh, no, I, I have that here, too. But yeah. um, the job. clocks need to be changed in here. It's always like weird, like that first few nights yeah. of the. The worst part about. The, the whole the daylight savings time thing is mo a lot of your clocks will change, like your phones, all that stuff. It's when you get in your car because oh, no. it's that time of year when you sit in your car and then you can never remember how do I change this. Right. It's like I know I did it six months ago or whatever, yeah. but what was it? Was it which button? Do I yeah. hold it? Do I? Is it the knobs that I – and you often go – and usually it takes you like 
yeah. 10 minutes to figure out like which my what's the order right 50% of the time or you car. just it's leave right, it right now. yeah right or yeah exactly you, <laughs> you do that route you just leave it you know it'll be right again eventually <laughs> right. and you just you know in your head you just always back it up and you know yeah. whatever yeah that, that may be the better choice. I was like a minute late today this would have been a perfect opportunity for me to be an hour late to work I'll tell you as a parent, I know we're getting off track yeah. again here, but it is the worst. I hate daylight savings time or whatever we're springing forward because your kids are finally in a nice rhythm. They're sleeping well. Right. Yeah. And then this just throws them all off for a couple weeks. It's whoever but did isn't this there did only not two, have There's two states that don't do it, right? Arizona. I just, like, I'm so confused on how other. that works. Yeah. How does that work? Here's my Because part thing. of the time they're on mountain time, Listen, part on This, season, is, yeah. this is another thing. So this we're going way off base, but here, but this is good. So I always wonder how it works if you're a town that's right on the line yeah. of like East Coast, oh, Central. Yeah. So like one time I interviewed for a job in Terre Haute, Indiana. By God's grace, I didn't get it. <laughs> uh, but like, <laughs> and they're right on the line, the East East Coast time, Central time. And so I was talking with the news director, whoever, and she's like, yeah, so you have to be really specific. If you're like setting up a, an interview, you have to be like, all right, it's at two o'clock, two o'clock Central or two o'clock Eastern. Because oh. like. Yeah. On one side of town, it's one thing. On the other, it's on the other. How do people live like that? That would be horrible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The only worst thing that I can think of here is the guy who bought Tom Brady's last touchdown ball for $500,000. And then he comes out of retirement. I, I should get a refund. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, Grocery stores, do they have like we close at 9 p.m. Central time? Right. You know, like that would be bizarre wouldn't that be crazy oh that would i kind of wish you would have gotten that job no way all right so let's get back on track with liberty athletics kennedy Sauter. you remember he jumped or won the a sun and the high jump and it would have won those other four big uh power five titles he came he had the um the ncaa championship and he uh took seven or i'm sorry 13th place he jumped seven feet point five was that is that how I would read that? I'm the track person. Right, I why are we letting better. you handle the seven math? Seven feet and a half inch. That's not math. Um, That's numbers. Seven feet and a half an inch, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, seven feet. It's half always an inch. weird how how to say those. But remember, he jumped seven. <laughs> she like she usually does it metric, so she yeah. that's it. She was just doing <laughs> right. the whole like uh, uh, Celsius, yeah. right? <laughs> meters and millimeters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just such a fantastic uh, finish for him. It's even good to stud. I he mean, is. if he would have jumped right that same uh, if, in the conference meet, what like, he jumped in the conference meet, only two people at the national championship right. jumped higher. So if had he jumped that again, he would have finished third in the nation. So yeah, incredible talent. Right. The ceiling is so high for him. It has to be because he jumps really high. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, yeah, super exciting to see what he'll become. Um, and he he got you know all American honors right for for right. that's well. amazing. So, I love I love watching the videos like the side videos of people at the A Sun when he was did that jump you talked yeah. about yeah. the seven foot four and a half. Like man, they they got hyped. Like I, even I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I could get in on that that party too. Like it was awesome. Well, Red is the see. voice of Liberty Track and Field. Oh yeah, I mean, you were there, you. right? Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it was uh, a lot of fun to see him do that. But it just the excitement around it, everybody knowing. That's my email. Uh, that oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm very important. Yeah, yeah. Um, just the hype around it all. Like yeah. People knew in that moment what he had accomplished. Yeah, it was really neat to see. I love to see that in um, track and field too because – Did you, you know, ever have a moment like that where you like came across the finish line and then just all your teammates – where they're jumping with you? I've actually never finished a race. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, They'd already packed up. No, yeah. I, I was I was oh, more of the rabbit. There? I was more of the rabbit. So I would like pace our best girl and then just like drop out of the race. Wow, it's wow. called a rabbit because like really? 
Yeah, because I, I'm like It's called very, lack of endurance. Yeah. Oh, well, so you were like, you were the well, wind resistance person. You're like making it well, so they have you, the easier you race. You're just like take, taking the punishment. Like, well, coach, you're of, the throwaway. Kind of. Yeah. Thanks, really? Rhett. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, some things never change. Yeah. Hi, I'm Emily Austin. Yeah. Welcome to Flame Central. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll there, take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else we need to get to? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just want to share. Do any? Does anybody have a good spring break stories that you can share on on the air? So here's my oh, favorite because it's spring break this week, right? Yeah. We mentioned nobody's here. Oh, my favorite spring break <laughs> in college, Rhett, was this. So usually we were playing baseball. So you know I played small college baseball, so we would be traveling, so you wouldn't get to do anything fun. But one year something got canceled, but they still made us stay there and practice. And so I went and bought a little microwave oven. <laughs> And like five frozen pizzas, a couple <laughs> of the tubes of chocolate chip cookie dough, yeah, yeah. and rented like MLB the show. It would have been like uh, 07 yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and just and then me and buddies would go sneak into different pools at hotels around town. Oh, you're such so a yeah, rebel. we were wild. It was wild. We were all hopped up on chocolate chip cookies and Mountain Dew. No, I was about to say, I but did you yeah, have Mountain Dew? I don't remember much about it, but it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my. I can't think of anything. I, I can't mean, the, really think of anything. Yeah. The only thing that I can think of, like, so we, you know, would be training for outdoor track and yeah. stuff. So our coach wouldn't tell us if we would be um, competing in one of these races until, like, the week. But oh. since I went to school in South Florida, you know, you have cruises going out of those ports all the time. So we found out we had a weekend, the first week in a spring break with no race. So my best friend and I on the team, we just, like, hopped on a, on a cruise right wow well we get to cosmo and i love you katie but you are the biggest blonde in the world she would like park in a handicap i just have the worst luck i got a ticket i'm like no you, <laughs> you don't have the worst yeah. luck yeah. you just broke yeah. the law but she got lost on cosmo and like i had to sit there and beg the people at the port not to leave because I'm like, do I stay in Cozumel with Katie and try to find our way back to Labor. Fort Lauderdale? Or what? So that was probably like my craziest spring break story. The other thing is I found in the corner of the couch a bunch oh, yeah. of Stanley's dog food. So my dog Stanley. Has he been, yeah, hi he's been hiding it? No. And a bunch of like, they're not walnuts, but they're like the big, oh, they're not no. regular acorns. So do you have a rodent? I don't th well we we did find a pregnant mouse under one of the couches but the <laughs> mice are just a problem up there but I think that this is a legit chipmunk and remember oh, I I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you my chipmunk trap off the air because some people don't they, they feel bad this. no yeah. and oh, but so but cute. I'm like I've never there's no way I mean this is like big dog food like uh kibbles or whatever yeah, you call yeah. them so there's no way the mice that we've caught up there right. They could bring, so I think we have like either a squirrel, yeah. and they're all in the corners of all the couches. And I found these big like acorn walnut things in the pillowcases, in the very wow. far end of the pillowcases. Well, case. it's their home so, now. You might as well just let <laughs> yeah, them just leave. They're yeah. just chilling. So if you guys want to rent out that place, it's on yeah. Airbnb. <laughs> <Right>. The address. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Anything else you guys got? Oh, no. We're good. We're good. All enjoy right. spring break. And yes. Enjoy the, the break. Hopefully, Matt will uh, let, us, let us go after this podcast. Have a good one. We'll see you back here next week.